0: You're listening to the Cleveland Comedy Network. My name's Steve Guy, the host of Happy Hour with Steve Guy,
1: where I get to sit down and interview people who are from Cleveland originally or doing very cool things in Cleveland. It's all part of the Cleveland Comedy Network, just like the show you're about to listen to. To keep up to date with all the podcasts coming to the network, go to clevelandcomedyfestival.com slash the network.
2: Hey, welcome to Ten Cent Beer Life. Echo turn Grady blue. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome back to Tencent Beer Life. I'm your host Kyle, as always, with my guys Brian and Dave. What's up, guys?
1: That that's <clears throat> your intro from now on. That's great. That was good. That was Dude, great. I'm
2: cr- I'm cracking up laughing. So right before right before I'm recording, it's counting down. What <laughs> did you say, Dave?
3: I said, "Great, uh, Echo turn Grady blue."
2: Yeah, so fucking Buck went over to your house uh, during the Rubber City Comedy Festival and was telling me how you have all these lights with names and stuff, and you can just change all the lights with your fucking voice. And he said he's just like, it's the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. And I've been waiting to come over and check it out. And then yeah. uh, you just did it. Like right before we went on, it threw me through a loop because I just, <laughs> I envisioned what your house looks like. And um, yeah, that's fucking crazy. I see the green light or blue light or whatever it is.
3: Oh yeah. I have full control.
1: And I remember I, coming over when you first installed them when you were in your apartment. You were so pumped.
3: Not only was I so pumped, you, you know, you were like, "So let me get this straight. You change the lights to different colors depending on what you're watching." And I'm like, "Absolutely, every single time." When I was <laughs> when I was playing Spider-Man, the lights were blue and red, you know. I played you know, how many ever hours it took to beat that game. The lights were red and blue the entire time. Uh, the Browns, I've got it set up to where I, not since I changed what, uh, modem router or whatever, but it it was set up to where I could say touchdown Browns and it would turn the lights orange, start playing who let the dogs out. Um, (laughs) you know, Alexa's like, you know, uh, Touchdown, Browns. Woof, 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 woof. <laughs> <laughs> you got
2: a lot of time on your hand, huh? <laughs> uh,
3: I, I'm, you know, Donatello was my favorite Ninja Turtle. So I'm into gadgets.
2: I guess so, dude. I, I would never in a million years think to do that. Nor did I know you could do that.
3: It's a whole ass uh, system of Phillips Hugh uh i bought the box that plug you know the tv plugs into and it's a light strip uh that goes on the back of the tv so then whatever you're watching it'll put that same color pattern on the walls and um i can't remember what it was i think it was maybe black widow or something there was an explosion and it looked like half of my room was on fire it was dope as shit
2: nice fuck yeah like, do your lamps have like colored light bulbs in them too, or is it just like one?
3: Yeah, there's uh, there's light bulbs that you could buy for regular outlets, and then there's these uh, cereal bowl looking lamps that are called the Hugo. So, <laughs> so they're <laughs> a H U E G O, you know, it's Philips Hue, like color hue, and then the word go. But I so I named all three of them. Uh, Hugo Weaving, Hugo Boss and uh,
2: damn it who's the third one? You don't remember your third child's name?
3: Who's the third (laughs) Hugo? Weaving Boss
2: damn it I don't remember I don't know many Hugos (laughs) Wild dude
1: Speaking of Ninja Turtles uh, toys and and uh, technologies did I tell Hugo you guys strange. I got a Ninja Turtle oh Hugo Strange okay Hugo strange yeah did I tell you guys I got a Ninja Turtle pizza maker what yeah <laughs> my sister was coming into town she's like what do you want for a housewarming present and without consulting Sarah I was like I want this and it's like you put frozen pizzas in it and it's got the Ninja Turtles on the front of it and uh it turns frozen pizzas into perfectly cooked pizzas in like nine minutes
2: I got to look this up. Is oh, it it's like the shit. Ninja Turtle pizza. Oh, so it looks like almost like a like a George Foreman grill.
1: Almost, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's awesome.
2: So you get like the cauliflower crust like frozen pizza and throw that bad boy in there and it's
1: Yep. perfect every time. Yep. Nine minutes. Perfect.
2: Damn. And it works. You know, normally you'd think that's like a novelty and it sucks, but.
1: Nope. Works great. My parents had this pizza thing that was like, it was called the pizza box and you'd put it in there and say, it was like a little bit better technology wise than this one. Cause you'd put it like on a tray and it would revolve and you could take the tray out and just wash it that way. But now those things are like extinct, and the aftermarket for them is three hundred bucks.
2: No fucking way! My friend's mom had one; they were great. Really?
1: Yeah, they're we'd amazing. We'd go over
2: there. We'd go over there in high school and drink, and he would just like, "Mom, make some more frozen pizzas." My dude, uh, my dude, Craig was just like a uh, fucking Will Ferrell, and uh, <laughs> just yelling at his mom, "Mom, we need more pizza. Mom, we need this. We need that. Come on, Barb, go get it." It's like. <laughs> I get us more beer, Bob. Like, sounds like Cartman. Christ. Yeah, he kind of was. I'm not good. I'm not good at impressions. That's not what he sounds like at all. But <laughs> just constantly yelling at his mom to get us stuff when you go over there. And I just I thank her so much. Like, Barb, you're saying I love you so much. You're the greatest woman ever. <laughs> I'd marry you. Leave, leave your son and your husband and come run away with me. I'm 17. I got a car. I got base lights.
1: My buddy Grant's mom uh, always had us over at her place, but she did. None of that. She just like would occasionally throw a bunch of money at us and then stay upstairs. She didn't, she would like hand us $200 to go get ice cream, but she wouldn't like wait on us, but she was the best for that. Damn it.
3: That's a lot of ice cream.
1: It was a lot of ice cream. One day she gave us 200 bucks to go to Dave and Buster's. We were adults. We were like 20. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we went and we played for hours. It was amazing.
2: I love Dave and Buster's.
1: Hell yeah. I'm that a day, we went for... Scene
3: 75 sucks. I got food poisoning at Dave and Buster's.
2: It's not exactly like the quintessential dinner spot. Like, I don't...
1: No. Food-wise, it, it reminds me a lot of like a a funny boner and improv. <laughs> they just seem <laughs> to have <laughs> the same kind of like frozen shit, heated up kind of menu, but... Games wise, Scene Seventy Five is all it, like it's, it's like a dumb casino. Like there, it's just all games of chance for tickets. There's not a whole bunch of like game games for fun. There's the three the VR shit, which is cool. But like Dave and Buster's, it's like a small section of ticket games and then a whole bunch of just recreational games. And that's what I care about. Yeah, I don't, they, I don't give a fuck about tickets.
2: Oh, uh, see, we go in there and we play ticket games and we compete on who's pulling the most tickets on the night. Um, but I like playing the regular games too. At one point they went, I don't know what their fucking thought process was. If it was just people coming in and not like spending money, but they did this thing where it was like $5 a month and you got unlimited play on non-ticketed games. And it was just fucking jam packed. There's just people were coming in. Like, I don't need to win tickets. $5 to play all the games. I'm here.
1: I'd I'd be all over that. I wish I knew about that. It was great. Oh, uh, they did away with it pretty fucking quick, though. Not imagine, like movie pass. Did you ever have movie pass? Oh yeah, the greatest thing of all time for like two months.
2: Yeah, I used I used it enough that it paid for itself, but I didn't make a bunch of money on it. I, I just got it immediately and went. We uh, one year we were like, let's go see all the the nominated best picture movies. So we just would go to the theater fucking nonstop. Um, it was great they still got a uh, deal like that now kind of where you can buy like a membership to the movie theater we're probably just still paying for it and not using it we haven't been to the movies in a while they, they yeah, try but to like make it, it, it
3: up they try to make it up to you in snacks now like you know that's still X amount but then they, they give you kickbacks and like concession stands shit
1: fuck that $10 and originally got you a movie per day <laughs> that is amazing
2: it, it was quite quite astounding. And they just gave you a credit card because they didn't have a better way to do it.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. And that was when I was working till three, like at, at the company Dave works at. I worked till three, and nobody would be out of work at that point. So I would just go straight from work to go watch a movie by myself, take the pen with me, go buy some snacks. It was amazing. It, now, I, now that you say that, I totally remember you going to see movies at like 3.40 and shit. All the time. You hitting the pin in the movie
2: theater when it's empty?
1: Even when it's not empty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> I just always make sure, because first of all, movie theater wise, I'm never fucking going back to anything but recliner seats. I have no interest in going to your shitty fucking poor people theater with no recliner seats ever again. Um, and I always make up, make sure, because it's kind of tiered, with the recliner seats, always get in the back back row. That way I can, you know, blow my smoke and uh, nobody says shit.
2: Sit, sit left or right. I imagine if you're sitting in the center, there's just going to be the the smoke goes up and it just like fucks up the picture.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I never even thought of that. I never noticed it if it was doing it, but oh, I, I'd sit dead center back row and just rip the weed pen. It's so my fantastic. latest my latest move is uh,
3: out in Montrose. they do movies at like 10 o'clock in the morning and nobody goes to them so the last six movies i've seen have been a couple of them have been by myself some of them have been with you know with a friend or whatever and uh by yourself sitting in there ripping the pen that's that's where it's at
1: absolutely
2: do you, you guys sneak in snacks or do you buy snacks at the movie theater?
1: I don't remember the last time I bought a movie theater snack.
2: So you're sneaking <laughs> them in.
1: Yeah, I, I legitimately cannot remember a time. Other than like Sarah has super weird movie theater cravings. She's like, I want nachos. It's like, these are Tostitos chips with shitty Tostitos cheese. This is the most half ass nachos I've ever seen. You want to pay $9? And like, I have to, you know, give and take because she just snuck it up full purse full of garbage for me so
2: of course I'm a big fan of the movie theater popcorn like I think it's second to none I love that fucking bucket of popcorn I buy the refillable ones and you can just go in and fill it up and it's affordable It's, I mean it's still popcorn it's a nickel is it affordable
1: make. I mean it's cheaper than what it is but whatever you pay as much for that as the movie ticket yeah secondly, I was gonna say, it's good
3: how much of the movie do you miss when you go refill buckets
0: of yeah
2: popcorn. no no you take the motherfucker home and then you oh, go back goodness. and you refill it and then you go with <laughs> okay and there's a refillable drink and we just split it and it's like all right this is just the cost of going to theaters i don't know i just sneak it in stuff like you can't get that but you can't take. A, i mean you could sneak in popcorn
1: one time i brought an 18 inch philly cheesesteak into a <laughs> what? movie theater yeah, dude <laughs> <laughs> <And> a full <laughs> two liter bottle of coke both of those things. You, like, you don't even need to sneak them in. I guess like technically you're allowed to bring in whatever you want. Really? That's what I've been told.
2: That's that's wild.
3: Yeah, I snuck in boneless wings one time.
2: Allison, didn't Amanda Bressler take crab legs to a movie theater once? And a bottle of wine. <laughs> 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 I, 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 now you're I
0: talking. S-
1: I snuck in a full pizza once. I went <laughs> on a date, and this girl had the idea herself to sneak in a full pizza and she like brought all the shit in her purse. And like, I just went and got the pizza and then she like opens her purse. She has all these little plastic baggies that she's putting it into. She brought like disposable plates and napkins. It was great.
2: That's fantastic.
1: Yeah. We ate a whole pizza in there.
2: What happened to that girl?
1: Oh, she's bananas. She actually like the, there's a clip of her on Rover's morning glory (laughs) saying ridiculous things. (laughs)
2: oh was she one of the hookup hotties
1: she was a hookup hottie and she was a particularly crazy hookup hottie and uh, I did not know I've I've actually been out with four hookup hotties
2: wow what a stud Brian
1: it's not saying much it's just I guess that's the kind of girl that is attracted to me more so than attracted to them because I didn't (laughs) know about it for three out of the four until after we started dating
2: I had a buddy that got on there and he lost And then he saw the girl out. Uh, Did you call into the show and get on or did you just like randomly meet these women in the wild?
1: No, like I I randomly met these uh, Two of them did it after I was with them. The other two like brought it up on the second or third date. Interesting. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, my buddy called in and got on and lost. And the guy who beat him said that they were one of the questions was, what's the weirdest thing you masturbated to? And the guy was like, when I was in war, when I was in Iraq, I masturbated to two dogs having sex. And he lost oh, to that guy. Jesus, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> he lost <laughs> to that guy. And uh, like the next week, he went to some event or whatever they are having. And she was there. And he was like, hey, I'm Steve from Akron. And uh, you picked a fucking guy that masturbated to dogs over. And apparently she tried to like hang all over him all night. And he was just like, go fuck yourself. Did <laughs> you know? <laughs> He's dumb bitch. You know, I thought it was great. I laughed so hard when he lost.
1: That's hilarious. Different so, but sort of similar. I had a girl that I went on a date with once. She worked at a a veterinary clinic. So she like is telling me about her job and I'm like, "Well, I mean, like isn't your job super sad because you have to like put animals down? That that just seems so fucking depressing." And she was like, "No, I I kind of like that part." And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> what and she's like you don't understand these things fucking you you try and hold them down and they bite and scratch you like i hate animals (laughs) and so that was the only date we went on and then like two weeks later she's like are you ghosting me and i was like yeah kind of she's like well i thought we had a good time why i was like i'm not gonna lie it's it's because you said that you were you you were down with putting animals down and that you liked it and she's like well i was just kind (laughs) of (laughs) joking
2: You should have stuck it out and seen what the sex was like, at least, at the very least.
1: She might have put me down. I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know,
2: I thought we were going to come in here and have this fucking big, like, Browns fucking talk, and now we're just talking about (laughs) it. I'm so happy.
1: All there is is the one Browns thing to talk about. (laughs) Other than that, sports are... It's the dog days, man. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's fucking wild. What did the crazy girl do? Well, which crazy girl was it? Because we used to listen to it in our shop. I don't remember all the stuff, but you said one I, of the
1: I'll tell you off air. I don't I don't like Aaron specific people shit. Okay. On stuff like this.
2: That's fair. That's pretty funny. <laughs> but you're no problem talking about the girl who likes killing dogs. I didn't name any names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
1: can't go see her face on the internet. You guys are in bed. She's like, bite and scratch me. You're like, no fucking way. Yeah. I... <laughs> For all the bullshit that I've spewed on on stage, uh, one of the things that absolutely rings true is the Wolverine girl.
2: Oh, yes. I know that bit.
1: Yeah. The girl that would bite the shit out of me and scratch the shit out of me.
2: Your dad she... thought you lost fucking money to a bookie? <laughs> no, that part, oh, oh. <laughs> that part I definitely made up. Oh, shit. That part I definitely
1: made up. Well, I kind of twisted real things that were said into a more stand-up-friendly way. But he's a little more worldly than that. Fair. You
2: mean to tell me everything you don't say on stage is 100% true?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry to burst everyone's bubbles. But yeah, that, that girl, the bruises that were on my shoulder were enormous. (laughs) she was wild
2: Oh, some men would pay a lot of money for that um
1: (laughs) (laughs) just go buy a rottweiler put some peanut butter on yourself
2: i text you guys in our group message nobody fucking responded to this saturday we had like a small get together at our house um first of all we played baseball Do you remember the drinking game baseball did you guys ever play that
1: no uh -uh. i know of it but i never actually played it
2: we played it. Uh, it's a combination of beer pong and flip cup. It's so much fun. Uh, I was feeling very youthful after it. Uh, a lot of fun. I'm going to start playing some more baseball. I'm just bringing it back, but we'll play sometime. We'll get some omissions and.
1: All right. we'll,
2: We'll go, we'll go to town. Anywho. Uh, so we're sitting there and we come back in. It's like late night and we're sitting here drinking. And, uh, we're playing quiplash and we have, it's just like a, like four couples here. It's not big. And, uh, the wife answers one of the questions that said, um, uh, my husband's brother married his sister. And I was like, what? Like that was too like dead on. And like he's fucking embarrassed. We've known this guy for Allison's known him for over, you know, they went to Kent State together, so almost 20 years. And uh comes to find out that his his brother married his stepsister, or is like hooking up with him. This is like the most bizarre thing I've ever heard in my life. And he didn't tell anybody. He's obviously embarrassed about it, but. And so uh,
1: his siblings, one blood, one step are banging. Yeah. Yeah. He said he's
2: talking to his brother and was like, you know, so the parents, they split up and the the stepdad wasn't quite sure if that was like his daughter, but they raised him like he, he, they were raised together you know, How long? as kids. I, I didn't, I didn't get into it, but it seemed
1: oh, like come it on. was, you got to ask these questions.
2: I, I, I guess I didn't <laughs> get it. Well, he was embarrassed that I'm just sitting here laughing and like, I didn't want to put him on blast too hard, but he was like, he said, like, you know, we grew up together. And, uh, he said, he was like, you know, you know, I was talking to my brother and this was a couple of years ago. And he goes, yeah, he said, I've been talking to Ashley and he goes, Oh, that's cool. Like you rekindled that relationship. Like we've known her for years. And, uh he said that his brother had him over and he was just like sitting there and they're having a beer or something in the kitchen and then Ashley shows up and he's like oh cool I haven't seen you in years and then she walks in and then they just kiss each other and he goes what what and he had to call his dad and be like hey dude I don't know if you're doing know this or not and they're like well it's not really you know our place to dictate what love is and
1: oh my god there was
2: no marriage or anything like it's not like they're still related but
1: I love how you're afraid to embarrass him, but, like, you calmly asking a few follow-up questions would probably not be as bad as you dying laughing in the back.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you're right.
1: (laughs) But, like, I mean, you know, if it was, like, you know, like a three-year marriage and they were in their, like, early teens, I I could see that being, you know, fine. But, like, if they were, like, children together for, like, 10 years then yeah it's super weird
2: (laughs) I was just taking back I was almost in shock
1: did
3: anyone get to the bottom of how they got together like did he help her get unstuck from something or (laughs) (laughs) do they call each other bro and sis a whole bunch (laughs) they're like living the dream
2: hey bro can you come here and help me with this I can't change this light bulb
1: (laughs) dude (laughs) Only those chicks will get stuck in dryers. (laughs) (laughs) I've reached into a whole bunch of dryers. I'd never even come close to getting stuck.
2: Yeah, I don't... (laughs) It it makes sense, though, why that's so prevalent. I've never heard of anybody actually doing it. Like, this guy's living a fantasy that apparently a lot of people have.
1: Apparently a whole bunch.
2: It's nuts. I have a stepsister. She's disgusting as fuck. They didn't even talk
1: to her, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Ah, ah. <laughs> now, let's say she was hot. no, no, <laughs> it's like, dude, you can't escape it. just like the main page of every single site is flooded with it, yeah, it's insane, oh dude, if you got a hot stepsister, I mean, you know, dad's
3: into it, yeah you know, we're we're the next step in the chain. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You've had the old bull, and now you want the young calf. <laughs> yeah. No. So, so she grabs him by the wiener. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I can't believe how prevalent it is, but uh, it's it's all over the place. Frankly, yeah. it's hard to watch porn in English anymore. Like, I you got to go Spanish. You know, Isn't that, you don't know what it? they're saying. It's not as creepy, but it's <laughs> close enough. Just mute it. Yeah, who wants muted?
1: I watch. It. Mostly muted.
2: You watch mostly muted porn.
1: Yeah, I'm a married man.
2: You need to pick your windows She
1: She understands that I do it, (laughs) and she's okay with that, but I'm being respectful. You do it when she's in the house? If she's sleeping, sure. You're an animal. Thank you. You're an animal. I'm getting the the dirtiest looks
2: from the living room. Allison's in there in the living room. just getting (laughs) the dirtiest fucking looks.
1: Sorry, Uncle Don.
2: (laughs) I ah, love Uncle Dodd. Thanks for listening. It's crazy, man. We got a fucking decent amount of fucking listeners. Uh, I think that number will start to grow here shortly. Uh, just for something we did to get through the pandemic without swallowing a gun. You know, it's nice.
1: Yeah. You saved my life.
2: <laughs> Likewise.
1: <laughs> I look I I still look forward to doing it every single week. I don't do any promotion. I do mention it on uh Pound Town, but that's really most of what I do
2: how's that you guys got a slew of interns i heard
1: yeah we'll hired five interns
2: do they want (laughs) does one of them want to come over here or do we gotta i don't
1: don't think that we got the the hot branding that that barstool does people seem to just want to do stuff because it says barstool it's awesome
2: yeah sure well if i was young and you know trying to break into some kind of media you know thing like i would do i would I'd be lined up. I mean, I'm sure that you guys got a ton of applications.
1: No, we got like five. Oh, really? <laughs> but it was like, it was just like a tweet we'll put out. It's not like there was Indeed postings and shit like that. It was just like a tweet will sent out.
2: So are these, uh, we don't have to go into that. Never mind. We are they getting co- Are they getting college credit for it? Like, is it? think so yeah nice yeah that's not that's not up here you're just talent dude you just come I'm, in yeah you look good you sound good and you fucking knock it out of the park brian that's
1: thanks buddy i appreciate it and then like i'll do you know some live event shit and and stuff like that so i uh i I've, i think i've settled into my number two on the show role pretty well
2: yeah oh yeah
1: um, Fun. Three podcasts a week is fucking it's a lot.
2: Yeah, I bet. I bet Yeah. Sure. you're the king of podcasts. There's and I'm the pod- only
1: one with a day job. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Will Will is that full time. Uh clock got laid off from his job. That Nick kid, he's got a day job as well. But um he's more part time with the show.
2: Tight. Um, I was just curious how that all worked. I imagine an internship, people would be like, oh yeah, I get twenty credit hours for this or five credit hours. Like, no brainer.
1: Yeah. I I have no idea. We
2: got it. We gotta get on that fucking ask your bar stool, ask your bar stool interns how uh name image likeness works if we can send this kid a hundred dollars. <laughs> I know we we're supposed to contact our lawyers, but we've kind of dropped the ball on this fucking kid. But he's down we went Western- from
1: lawyers to talking to twenty year old kids <laughs>
2: Legal, they would know though. They would know. I, we, we're not the ones to know. I don't well, know. How, I don't know. Legal
3: how... interns or what?
1: No, no, they're not. They're like marketing and yeah, the bros, sports, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, there's two girls, and then like one bro dude who is pretty funny, and then uh, like one kid that is it, sort of nerdy and awkward but is pretty talented. Uh, looks like one of the kids from Stranger Things. And then another kid who I have a hard time reading, but two yeah. out of three are women. Nice. Progressive,
2: very much so. Barstool Sports—that's what it says. Progressive. Progressive. Yeah, just, just ask them about it. Maybe they'll know the answer. But <laughs> um, I'll float it. Yeah, we need. We should probably follow up on this. this kid's probably waiting. I mean, just desperately waiting for a hundred dollars.
1: We'll pay for your, half of your Intro to Finance book yeah <laughs> He's definitely stoked. I know that
2: Nice. I just hey a shitty podcast in Cleveland wants to sponsor you know sponsor you. You just gotta plug it. We'll send him a t-shirt.
1: Some of uh, caps beef jerky.
2: Caps beef jerky. yeah dude uh dude Kaplan won a uh, fucking the Bill Alfonso hardcore tournament this weekend in Ashtubula, Ohio. He had about 20 fucking thumbtacks sticking out of his head. Uh, Happy for that, dude. I'm going to fill up on beef jerky uh, next time I see him. I'm about
1: out. Does he make it? Or is he just like, really? Yes,
2: he's making it at his house, and it's fucking damn good.
1: Best merchant pro sports. God, did you ever see that Workaholics episode where they try and make their own beef jerky? Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's all I think of. Like, it just sounds gross.
2: (laughs) It's uh, delicious. I don't know if he's dumping bleach on it to clean it or what, but it's good. Um. Yeah, dude, that's the merch right there. Beef jerky at a comedy show—you clean up. You think the clubs would be bad?
1: No, I. I, It's like a you know a leaving snack more than an entree. Yeah, you're not selling it till the end anyway.
2: Yeah, you'd clean up if you made some kind of food item. You know, if I don't work enough to do it, but I. You also got to get some
1: pretty airtight llc kind of shit going um because you could really food poison somebody
2: (laughs) well there's that lady that was selling that pink sauce or something on like instagram and like mailing mayonnaise to people and just (laughs) fucking them up and now she's going to jail like
1: yeah that's just really funny what kind of stupid fucking person (laughs) is buying this dumb lady's pink sauce (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you deserve to get sick if you buy something like that on Instagram. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm sitting here fucking going like, I love the beef jerky I buy at pro wrestling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you get sick off that, that's on you.
2: I, I haven't. I've, I've consumed enough to know that it's consumer safe. Perfect. Plenty of people make their own fucking like jerky and shit. Like, I, it's not like, it's not like a crazy process.
1: Yeah, it's not it... mail order mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> is it a tender jerky or is it a bit rougher?
2: Um, it's a little thick. Uh, it's easy to bite into, but it's not like crazy soft. Okay. It's 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 a good consistency.
1: I like the tender bites.
2: You like the tender ones? It's uh, the
1: thicker. I remember Dave. I used to bring in out know, that steak jerky from Costco. Oh yeah, that was my shit. For sure.
2: This is better than anything I've ever had in a bag. I'll say that. confidently.
1: Okay. Okay. I, I like to... some Kirkland brand steak jerky.
2: Oh, I've had it. I've had, you it. had it. And this is oh, better. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Wow. Do you like it? Do you ever buy
2: jerky down at the West side market?
1: Uh, I bought smokies down at the West side market. I don't really fuck with the jerky down there, but I, I haven't been there in forever. I got disappointed in myself.
2: It's a little thinner. Uh, than the the jerky typically you find down there um but it's good okay uh, i'll grab you some next time i want some yes i've been talking this jerky up i uh try and find
1: out the sugar content for me
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh it's right on the label
1: oh shit all right
2: no there's no label (laughs) there's just an eight for eight dollars i was about to say this dude
1: is enterprising
2: (laughs) Apparently made some sausages too. I don't know, Mixed like right. Italian sausages. So, the real okay. Renaissance man Kaplan.
1: Yeah, he's in the lab, drying beef. Nice
2: and winning hardcore championships too. That's great. They had a guy dressed up like Freddy Cougar that was in the tournament, and he put on the fucking glove, and uh, scraped some guy's abdomen, and it was all fucking cut open. It was pretty wild stuff.
1: Jesus. Any uh any weed whackers or anything like that?
2: Uh Bushwhacker Luke was there and uh wrestled.
1: I mean actual weed whackers.
2: Oh no, 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 no.
1: Do you ever see sick Just... Nick Mondo?
2: No, I don't even know who that is. He's
1: like a hardcore legend. And I remember watching like uh you know random shit of him in college, and he would have weed whackers taken to his body pretty frequently.
2: That's a sick move. Yeah. Have you ever been hit with a weed whacker? It sucks.
1: Uh, no. I've had things kick back up at me from the weed whacker that hurt like a motherfucker, but never actually. Like the weed whackers I used to use at my job were gas powered and had the plastic blades on them. So they would have like they would have gotten in there.
2: Yeah, I just got a little Ryobi fucking shitty one and I've I've nicked my calf with it. And it's Oof. not oh, fun. I can imagine the plastic ones. You're a landscaper?
1: I used to work for the parks department in Rocky river.
2: I find that very hard to believe as much as somebody who hates the heat.
1: Oh, it was brutal. And I was, uh, I was very large at that point. My knees were starting to go and I used to get in trouble pretty frequently for taking breaks, but, uh, it was also like, like when, cause they let me go like the, the same summer that I went to football camp and had to be like, I, I just can't do this anymore was the same summer that like I was getting so slowed down by my knees that they're like you don't show any initiative or enthusiasm to be here and I'm like in my head going enthusiasm or initiative I've literally cleaned up human feces from public park bathrooms
0: <laughs> people
1: people are animals somebody like wrote the name Steve with with shit they like shit wiped their ass and then wrote Steve on the wall one guy took a giant Giant corn filled dump, obviously next to the toilet, on to a newspaper, and then picked that newspaper up and smashed it into the stall wall and just left it there and it stayed there overnight. <laughs> so uh, no, I I do not have any enthusiasm or initiative for this job.
2: You got to be fucking super lazy to get fired from a city. <laughs> you are doing shit.
1: Not that, not that fucking, they, they actually made the parks department work. The fields department did nothing. They actually took naps all day, but we had to do some shit. They made us go over and weed whack this cliff. There's like a cliff that they would have us go on with weed whackers called Rose Point. And they made us do it because a council person lived across the street from it. And they said that like the weeds were was fucking up their view of the lake. So we had to go on this cliff and weed whack it. And, like, one time I slipped, like, a cartoon character on Banana Peel. And I fell back and I hit my head in the ground. And right next to me was, like, a shattered bottom half of a 40-ounce. Oh, shit. That would have gone right into my head.
2: Ooh, And not so, to mention you'd fall off the cliff.
1: Pretty much. So the councilman had this
3: cliff over there and didn't want to put a, a fence up in front of it?
1: <laughs> there was a fence. Oh, no shit. Mm-hmm. We had to climb over the fence to get down onto the cliff. And oh, then that's where all like the underage kids would throw their beer cans, so it was just littered with shit.
2: Ah, underage drinking. So fun.
3: At a place called Rose Point. No, that was
1: just a garbage dump. Nobody actually drank there. <laughs> oh. No? Yeah.
2: We used to drink in a parking lot of churches. Like, in the back, we'd go behind churches and drink there all the time. There was an old airport. And then just like random houses that we made friends with 20, 21 year olds that had houses, the white house. Houses. We talked about this. Yeah. yeah
1: houses that you broke into. Yeah.
2: No, <laughs> they, we did not break into any. We were, we were invited in
1: <laughs> the white house. The white I house. didn't really drink in high school.
2: Oh, that's right. I was a good boy. Dave. I know you were partying.
3: No, I was a uh, Eagle scout and I mean, every once in a while, like maybe three or four times I drank or smoked in high school, but I didn't start partying until I majored in it in college.
2: Man, that's dangerous, dude. Mm -hmm. You You guys were the kind of guys getting alcohol poisoning like your freshman year then.
3: No. So I joined a fraternity, and my big brother was probably the biggest drug addict in the whole thing. So... Anytime it was time to do some drugs, he'd be like, this is how you do it. Don't do this. You fuck around and fuck yourself up. And I'm like, okay. So I just followed his instructions. Uh, actually, we we did have one person that got <laughs> alcohol poisoning in our pledge class. But, uh, you know, he fell down a flight of stairs. It was It was a whole
2: big mess. Yeah, I remember those kids because I drank in high school and I got to college and I was like, okay, it's turned up a notch. But like. There were so many kids that were like, vodka? Oh, what's this? And they'd mix it with, like, fucking Gatorade or something stupid. Gatorade And just powder. chug it. And just chug it and just be like, I'm dead. And it's like, God damn it, I don't want to be friends with you.
1: <laughs> I like your impression of somebody getting alcohol poisoning. I'm dead.
2: That's what <laughs> would happen. That would happen, especially with girls. It was just like, I don't, uh, ugh. There's plenty of guys that are to give you attention now. I'm not. I'm not one of them. Like fucking pull your shit together. I wanted to be around grizzled, grizzled veterans in college. Like, we're. I'm not gonna have to babysit you. Ugh. <laughs> we uh.
1: We didn't have fraternities. We just had sports teams. So, I mean, look, we mostly just drank beer. It wasn't a lot of liquor. But I started going hard like the summer after high school. That was when I like. Tried to really try take a crash course in drinking so that when I got to college I wasn't a total joke. But I also had like a lot of size on, you know, 300 pounds, so I was just chugging natty lights and I was fine. Puked a couple times, made a dick out of myself, but that's about it. Sure. (laughs) Uh,
3: My first Halloween in college, I dressed as Eric Cartman. My mom said, "Don't do your Cartman impression. They'll they'll nickname you Cartman in like 13 seconds." In, I'm like, "Nah,
0: kid, it." And uh,
3: (laughs) so I dress as Cartman, I, we go to these parties. I end up at this one dude's house and I end up puking in a trash can all night. I wake up in the morning. I'm holding a, uh, like an office trash can in my hand full of my puke. And I'm, I'm walking home (laughs) up Fountain street and there's just a line of people going to, uh, the chapel at at the university of Akron, you know, Sunday morning, they're all on their way to church And it's just a fat dude dressed as Eric Cartman carrying an empty bag of, you know, uh, three quarters empty bag of cheesy poofs with puke all down the front of his entire body, just walking up Fountain Street. I finally get (laughs) back to the house and uh, my alarm is going off. I was supposed to be at work. My alarm's been going off for like an hour almost. And everybody's pounding on my door trying to wake me up. And I come walking up like, oh, shit, my bad. Like your shit's been going off for an hour. You know, they're all, you know, drunk and hungover. And uh, I went in, turned the alarm off and called off work. I was like, got fired probably three days later for calling off even more. (laughs) But uh, what was the job? BJ's Wholesale Club. Ah, I was a cashier. That's not a bad gig. I liked working the gas station. That was tight. You're just kicking it in a little hut, you know.
2: Selling cigs Selling cigs nah. to meth heads No nice.
3: nah, dude at BJ's Wholesale Club It's like Sam's Club It's You just are out there in case Something goes wrong with one of the pumps You don't do shit
2: Interesting I always thought working at a gas station would be a lot of fun Not that I'd want to do it For an extended amount of time But just like a third shift gas station Just the weirdos that come in
3: You know what the move is Is working at a drive through I had a couple of buddies that worked at the drive-thrus and they would like hook people up. And then, you know, they find all kinds of drug dealers and they'd always be meeting new chicks because they'd just be hitting on people, you know, hitting on chicks coming through the drive throughs bullshit with people. Um, it was like a weird hub of meeting all kinds of different people.
2: Oh, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it's a degenerate one stop, you know. For sure. It's a, definitely a link, dude.
1: Hell yeah. We, I just wanted to work at Hollywood Video. That was my goal. Really? Did you did you accomplish it? <laughs> no. They didn't want me. What? They didn't want me?
2: I thought that was just one of those things where you'd show up and they gave you a job.
1: No, it was it was Coveted in Rocky River, I guess.
2: Hmm. A lot of home movies. I I worked at Subway like my entire life. So I didn't have anything outside of Subway. Um I'm very much a company man. I've, I've had like four jobs my entire life.
3: I'm like and that. I'll stick with them. I'll, I'll stick with, I, you know, I've been at unique seven years. I was with the state five. Um, I, when I was in high school, I worked at Acme and I wanted to get a different job. And my parents were like, no, that's a good union job. You keep
0: it, <laughs> like, you know,
3: I want to go work at fucking laser tag or something, you know, I <laughs> do something fun. And, uh, then I found a loophole where because you were in the union, you could go pick it IGA and they would pay you six dollars an hour to pick it, but you would work for an hour and then you get a half an hour break. So for every hour you worked, you got a half hour lunch, you just go dick around. And uh, I was I was calling off my shifts at Acme <laughs> to go pick it at IGA until they found out and then I wasn't allowed to, <laughs> to pick it anymore, but it was tight.
1: <laughs> you said six dollars an hour.
3: Well, yeah. So Acme was five eighty five an hour when I was working. Jesus. At, well, this is nineteen ninety six seven.
1: Okay. You were it, really it was minimum mad. wage.
3: It was five eighty five, and uh but picketing was six bucks an hour.
2: I fell for one of those right out of college like dude, do, do you want a job in marketing uh, I, I fell for one of those door-to-door things i went knives day. no it was like coupon books
1: oh okay and
2: they, they interviewed me and the guy played in the nfl or at least he said he did and was like hey man come on to the team <laughs> like i should have known. like he's like wear something nice i'm like what and he like shirt and tie and he was like nicest thing you got So I show up in a fucking suit in August (laughs) and uh, (laughs) they have me drive out with a guy and I'm like, can I take my car? And they're like, no, you'll ride with somebody because they knew they know these people will fucking leave. And I went and like, I don't know, four hours. And this is before Uber. If there was Uber, I would have just fucking called an Uber and left. Like I would have just ghosted. But like we were out for 12 fucking hours. The guy bought me lunch at Wendy's big fucking whoop. And, uh, at one point some guy invited me into his house. He's like, yeah, I'll buy a book. And he comes in and I'm just like, fucking, he's like, are you all right? Are you going to have a heat stroke here? Have a glass of water, sit down. And I'm just like, they're fucking scamming me, dude. I don't know what to do. Like, fuck these people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You should have been like, yes, but I will not stop until I sell 12 of these and hope that his conscience made him buy 12 of them.
2: No, no, I, it wasn't, I wasn't geared for sales and, Uh, So I sell one book and they said, if you sell one on your first day, you did a great job. Nobody sells anything on the first day. So I sold one. I was like, fuck yeah. Okay. We're good. And I go back and the guy called me. He's like, Hey, I heard you did good. You were being in, you know, blah, 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 fucking stroking me. And he goes, here's your pay. And he handed me $19, not even a $20 bill for my day. I was like, I just worked 12 fucking hours. And then I'm like, I'm just sitting there. Like I'm in disbelief. And then they do, uh, this sales thing where it's like who had the most sales of the day and i see some girl that i went to high school with and i haven't seen her in like i don't know five or six years and she's running through and like giving people high fives like this is a great team everybody like high-fiving people and then we locked eyes and i just saw how dead she was inside and i was like fuck <laughs> this, she's brainwashed uh and they had a cooler full of popsicles that they had for everybody afterwards. And I just walked out. I grabbed the entire cooler. of I mean, 80, hundred popsicles, I grabbed the cooler, walked out through to my car. And I was like, I'll fucking go get a job at Subway tomorrow. And that's what I did. And I went back to Subway. And, uh,
1: did they call you about the cooler?
2: No, no, like fuck. No, they didn't call me. They know they're running a scam. I would have called the FBI on them. What a did farce, you, dude!
1: did you eat all the popsicles?
2: Oh, yes. I mean, I was still living. Like, my roommates were still in college. I was, like, the first one to graduate. Yes, I took them in, shoved them in the freezer, and said, have at it, boys. We uh, we got popsicles. We played video games all night. It was great.
3: We sold coupon cards door-to-door in college. Oh, uh, fuck that. For the, yeah, man. For the Special Olympics, and I worked there forever. I ended up managing my own crew, um, getting paid off of their cards, selling the cards. Me and the manager were driving around. Like, he would... When I would ride with him, he would drop everybody off, and then we'd go hit like a, a cul-de-sac with like six houses in it, sell three cars a piece, and then get back in the van and drive around and smoke weed, and then go pick all, everybody up and put them in different areas and do the same thing. We were making money hand over fist, and uh, one time... little
2: Olympics, reverse funnel, dude, brilliant. <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean, it was just a sales company that had a contract with them, but... Um, you know the the one time they someone said some racist shit to one of our people and it was a night where like everybody was out it was middle of summer we had tons of people and he went to the store and bought a bunch of eggs and we egged that person's house so then <laughs> a year later the same shit happens with me and my crew and i've got my best friend in the passenger seat he's never been able to talk me into a single thing in our entire lives and that night he talked me into letting them egg this dude's house up in Brunswick, almost right behind where um, I lived when I lived in Brunswick. Like every time I would go up into the neighborhood, I was on the street of the guy that we egged his house. And uh, there were idiots about it. I told them not to do it. I'm like, don't do it. And they're like, oh yeah, we'll do this. We'll do this. And I'm like, all right. And then they go down there and there's a guy standing on the neighbor's roof, like fixing his roof. And he sees them. So they wait for him to come down off the roof. They're standing outside the guy's house for 10 minutes and then they egg his house and he knows it was them. They get back to the van and we get out of Brunswick. The cops don't get us, you know, so I'm all right, smooth sailing. And the next day we go into work and they're like the, the owner's there. And I'm like, Oh, Hey, what's up? And he's like, you're fucked. And I'm like, what? And uh long story short, they were going to try to charge me with like endangering minors because there was, you know, underage kids you know blah 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 and i'm like you know i thought this was protocol i thought we we egg the racist houses that's what we do right <laughs> and uh so long story short we end up paying 500 bucks a piece uh to repaint the whole fucking side of this guy's house because he had aluminum siding and it fucked it up <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it almost it could have been some shit if uh if we hadn't you know got that money together
2: How'd they know it was you? Was it the wheelchair lift on the van?
3: No, dude, <laughs> we didn't have Special Olympics people with us. We, it was just a marketing. It was just a marketing company. Although I tell you what, the one time me and my one buddy uh, were doing it, and he's, um, you know, he he he's albino, and you know he's kind of shy and awkward uh, at times. Regardless, so he pitches this woman and everything, and he's walking away from she sell. You know she buys. He's walking away from the house, and I'm at the end of the driveway. And she goes, "I hope you win." And he just, yeah. he drops. he's like, "You motherfuckers!"
2: <laughs> he's, he's so yeah, you guys, the guys really missing the mark, not hiring. People with special needs to go door to door and sell these things.
3: You you didn't need it. It was you get uh, forty buy one get one free for fifteen bucks. Like ten of them would be pizzas, buy one get one free. Ten of them would be blizzards. Ten of them would be subs from like Subway. You know, so there would be four companies that would each be giving you a buy one get one free, and it's fifteen bucks. You can write it off on your taxes. It's a no brainer. Uh, We brought this one chick that was in the sorority out. She was super hot, and her. Sold like 35 cards, made a hundred dollars in four and a half hours,
1: and was like, I don't like this, and quit.
3: I'm like, What do you do? You're such an idiot, you
1: know. No, I would have quit that, even if I made a yeah. hundred dollars in four and a half hours. Yeah, I uh, fucking quit. I, I absolutely quit chemicals. that. Going to door. Yeah. Also, who the fuck writes $15 off on their taxes? <laughs> 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 that's, a, that's a selling point. <laughs> the amount Jimmy of time, job
2: coupons
1: <laughs> just the fucking having the wherewithal to remember to like file this away and then bring it to your accountant of like i would like this 15 dollars deducted please
3: i guarantee there's a ton of people that did it weird people people that pay attention to tax loopholes 15 bucks
2: <laughs>
3: cheap people are cheap people man i don't know what to
1: tell you i guess
2: that's nuts
1: well, with 10 minutes left, you want to actually talk about sports real quick? Oh, shit.
2: Sure. Thank God we got through that. I'm sure you're going to spend two podcasts talking about it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I didn't really want to make it a big focal point. So I'm glad we got through that and talked about shit jobs that we had. That was a fun episode. Um, yeah. Deshaun got six fucking games. Um, I think, and they're like, the NFL can appeal. I think the NFL is fucking ecstatic that this is over with. You know, they said like they didn't present a strong enough evidence, and I think that was the plan all along. They want their stars on the field. I think I think everybody's happy. Um, I don't know what I. I don't know what do you? I obviously, what do you guys think? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I know what you think, but
1: yeah, it's it's sad that it's so few games. Um, like the fact that they, because you know, if they came back and they were like zero games. I would have probably changed my tune on all this. If it was anywhere two games, I might've changed my tune Four is where I would have start, started. Like I just would have been super pissed that they're that lenient six. I'm still pretty, you know, relatively pissed that they're that lenient. The fact that the, the NFL had to come out and say, you're not allowed to get massages unless it's through the Cleveland Browns. It, it, it speaks some volumes there. That, that That's a pretty big tell right there that, uh, there was shit happening. It's not like, you know what he was saying that this is all bullshit. No, it's not. They put that measure in there because it's not. So, I mean, again, we've said it a million times, best case scenario. This guy's a super weirdo creep. Uh, worst case scenario. He's a predator. I'd imagine the truth is somewhere in the middle, but leaning further towards predator.
2: Yeah. I, I, don't know. I saw this thing. and It's just a list of other suspensions in the NFL. Chantrell Henderson, 14 games for weed used to treat Crohn's disease. Josh Gordon suspended almost six seasons for marijuana, which he's an idiot. But again, weed's legal in like half the states. Calvin Ridley, 17 games for betting $1,500 on games he had no result in. He knew the rules, but still here we are. Tom Brady for sucking deflate gate. Ray Rice, two games for beating his fiancee in an elevator. Adrian Peterson, six games for whipping his kid, fucking awful. Deshaun Watson, 24 allegations of sexual misconduct, six games. Greg Hardy, beating girlfriend, 10 games reduced to four, which is insane. Zeke Elliott, hitting woman, six games, cream hunt, two violent incidents, eight games. Josh Brown, six games, domestic violence. Leonard Little, Dante Stallworth, vehicular homicide, eight and 16 games respectively. Henry Ruggs III, DUI resulting in death, no penalty by the NFL as of yet. So it's all over the board. It's just like they just kind of throw shit, and they go, oh, six games, eight games.
3: Well, up until now, it's just been the NFL handling it. This is the first one that they had, you know, the judge be the arbitrator and decision maker in it. But, um, you know, they were saying that they only presented her five cases, one of which got discredited. You know, so the, the four cases that they presented her were what the NFL considered credible accounts of what happened. And she took those four and weighed them against the player's contract, and that's what determined the amount of time. There's They're saying that the gambling and the weed – applies to other parts of the player's contract and that's why the the penalties are are uh, stronger in those cases but regardless you know as many women that came out and everything um for that and and then they settle almost all the cases except for the one person and the one person that that settled isn't even the original you know woman that started you know the um the case so it's bizarre to see them if the you know, if the public goes crazy and then the NFL decides to appeal, that'll be like a whole other situation. There's no way
1: it's going to happen. I I don't think the NFL will appeal. I think they're going to keep it right where it is. And I really, I got, I, my only saving grace for being the kind of Browns fan that I was before was if it actually saw it stay in court, if it went to civil trials, I'd been saying the whole time, there's no fucking way it's going to happen. He maintained, no, I'm an innocent person. I'm I'll see this through. And then, very shortly afterwards settled every single one of them so i'm i'm gonna walk back my browns fandom and i'm gonna watch this season in a much different way a lot like i watch college football i don't have a dog in those fights typically i'm just rooting for the underdog it's probably just going to be whoever's on my fantasy team at this point or whatever bets i make once that becomes legal i'll wait till the deshaun watson era is over if not the haslam era i might i might wait you know and to get back really invested into it until the hasms are gone
2: I don't, I, you know, and that's, that's it. That's why the NFL is not going to fight it. They, cause they did their, we're trying to get them a season and it's all sucks. He only got six games and they know that they're not going to lose fandom. Just like you, you, you might be a little salt at the Browns or me. I might be a little salt at the Browns, but they know we're going to consume the content and they know at the end of the day, are they going to lose a couple people? Maybe. But most people are going to be. Oh, I'm a Panthers fan now. I'm a Bills fan now. They're still watching the NFL. So what do they give a fuck? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I I was thinking about you know listening to the radio on the way home from work, and I don't I don't know if it's just because this is. It, I I don't consider myself. Even though people will tell me I'm a Baker bro. But I understand the upgraded quarterback. Like there's no no question that Deshaun's better than Baker and Baker was not good last year. Let's just be honest as much as we wanted him to be. And we wanted to mm. root for that guy, but I don't know why now I've felt the need to hang like a moral compass on sports. I've never done it before. And I can't get my head around like why this instance where I, I'm, I I'm Ohio state fan, like we've I, fuck they've had so many people and the Browns have had so many people. Like, why is this case specifically making me take some kind of moral stand on athletes. Like I've never looked at them as role models. And when my dad, I remember when we were kids, kid, we had a conversation when Charles Barkley came out and said, you know, I'm not a role model. And like, I remember him saying like, yeah, these guys aren't role models. They're just fucking athletes. You know, they're not necessarily good people. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just like, fuck it. They're gladiators. I'm just going to watch and, you know, just not give a fuck. I mean, that said it's fucked up and I'm a little more progressive than that, but I'm just, I can't wrap my brain around why this particular case, in this instance with this athlete, in this position, has got me like, fuck the Browns. Like, fuck, well, why was this the straw? And you, I mean, obviously, Brian, you're in the same boat as me. Like, why is this the straw that's breaking the camel's back?
1: I, for me, a lot of it, like, you know, the Me Too movement wasn't that long ago, and no, I don't agree with all. All of the things that came out in the Me Too movement, like I, I think that like the Aziz Ansari thing was just way over the line. Um, but you know, a lot of the Me Too movement, the main message was just believe women because that's that seems to be our default is like no, you're you're just like a whore. Um, so you know, if you try and take the message away, as you know, so many people that you know are like no, like this did fucking happen to me, and woman after woman comes forward. And then you see this guy who, you know, if it was a one or two time thing, you get really pissed at them, but they you know, impulse control issues can, you, you can forgive an issue unless it's like full blown, you know, rape or terrible assault, but like certain things you, you can kind of wrap your brain around, okay, this kid had a rough childhood, has impulse control issues and different mental problems. Try and get him some help. If they can't actually turn things around, then yeah, cut him loose. This dude, 24 allegations is a fucking lifestyle. That's a real, like that. you get a real picture of who he is as a person. And for it to be the face of your, the, the thing you love the most, which is what, you know, what the Browns have been for me to make him the face, the highest paid player of all time, None of it sits right. None of it feels good. Um, and so that like that's just, it just seems like such a shitty, shitty thing. And it, it doesn't seem like there's as much gray area as people want to convince themselves that there is.
2: Yeah. I mean, I was just trying to wrap my head around it and that's pretty well said. It's tough. Uh, yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's 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 all good points, and I know I know I agree with you a lot, and I, I I've gotten some flack for it. Like, you don't you agree with Pride everything he says? But you're <laughs> spot on on this. I think I think that's uh, I think that's probably why I was like so fucking upset about it because you're right. It's like this is the face of the franchise. It wasn't just like one or two. It was a fucking bunch, and yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know how I'm gonna react once the season starts. I just uh, it's weird.
3: Yeah, and we're talking about 24 allegations. There were 66 women, you know, total different uh, masseuses or whatnot. So that's, you know, you can tell that there's definitely a pattern there.
2: Well, And, and the, the fact that, okay, Louis C.K., for example, had his thing where he was like, hey, come up to my hotel room, can I jack off in front of you, whatever. It was predatory in nature, but it wasn't like full on rape. Right? But at least that fucking guy owned up and said, hey, I'm fucking up. I didn't realize it. Um, And I'm trying to make amends. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Deshaun Watson assumes no fucking liability in this. Like, he claims innocence every fucking day. But meanwhile, anybody else you talk to surrounding it are like, like, for instance, here's the Haslam statements. Um, throughout the process And I know people love to listen to me read So I'm going to get through this <laughs> Throughout the light and the mood a little bit I'll read this Throughout the process Deshaun and his representatives have abided by the newly created And agreed upon process for the NFLPA And the NFL to defer the objective Sue L. Robinson to comprehensively review all information And make a fair decision We respect Judge Robinson's decision Of course you do and at the same time empathize and understand that there have been many individuals triggered in this process. We know Deshaun is remorseful that this situation has caused so much headache to many and will continue to work needed to show who he is on and off the field and when to continue to support him. So like right there, they're saying we know Deshaun is remorseful. No, he's not. And they, they make him fucking get massages at home. And it's just like, okay, how much are we going to fucking just cover up for this guy. It's, I don't think any amount of games would make me feel good, like you said, other than zero. Um,
3: Here's the other question: what, what What is the NFL doing with the Texans? The Texans settled with thirty of these women, right? So yeah, what, immediately. Immediately. What's that all about? You know, that's why it seems like there's deeper shit that they do coming out. You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh yeah, I'd imagine the NFL as a whole is just. Just such a, a den of fucking snakes just the the kind of shit that they do as as a whole as an entire organization i'm I'm sure that they're heading out to uh you know rattlesnake island kind of places yeah and doing all sorts of jeffrey epstein kind of shit they're they're just a bunch of fucking horrible terrible rich scumbags and uh it makes it hard to to like the n f l as a whole
2: yeah i mean but I love the
1: game of football I can't stop so.
2: Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. I guess. I'll just
1: try and give him as little money as I can.
2: Yeah, I'll tuck my morality back and I'll still probably enjoy it, but it won't be like, like you said, it won't be the same. So um, I'm still going to root for like Nick Chubb, everybody else on the team.
1: I mean, oh, well, uh, yeah, I'll probably get excited if Nick Chubb breaks one off. But like, yeah. if, if the Browns lose, I'm not going to. I used to just sit there quietly, like for hours and hours. Sarah would be, like, concerned about me and trying to, like, rub my back and tell me things are okay uh, for, like, the rest of my Sunday, typically, especially if it was, like, a tough loss. And I'm just – I'm not going to be like that this year. I I can promise you I won't be like that.
2: Ask her to oil your anus. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: I got to that space with the Browns uh, on the – you know heart pumping walks back from the stadium after all the losses when i had season tickets and uh you know eventually i just got to the point where i'm like well if they lose it's not the end of my day my buddy in buffalo if the bills lose you know don't bother him don't call him don't talk to him you know he's he's pissed and uh yeah it's it's still fun to watch but um you know it, it's like having less uh, skin in the game i guess
2: Maybe I'll start gambling.
1: Yeah. Oh, I well come January first. I'm too lazy to you know do the fucking uh, what's it called? Well, VPN. well uh, no, not VPN. What's the uh, Bovada?
2: I know nothing. Know what
1: it's called? I think that that's one of the gambling sites. Like there's like offshore shit that I people I know do. I, I don't feel like setting anything mm-hmm. like that up. So I just I'm waiting until January first when it's legal and I could just get an app. It's more not so much about things being illegal that i'm worried about it's laziness and just wanting to go to the app store connect my bank account and let's go and even then i'm gonna you know put down five ten bucks a week max right
2: nice oh you guys got anything coming up
1: i, I think we barstool is we're having a golf outing at some point we're supposed to on uh september 2nd Think like, things aren't like signed but will's already promoting it so like yeah uh come to the the barstool cleveland pound town golf outing it's going to be at briarwood hit me up about details if you want to come
3: a week from now uh jack of all davis comedy at frank's place on market in akron
2: oh yeah dude did i tell you i talked a couple people and they said that it was, they had a blast at that show not brian
3: oh they said they had a lot it? of
2: fun uh like the comics John- is that what you're saying yeah, yeah, they said it was fun. Oh yeah, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you had a nice room. Uh, yeah, it's a good little good space. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, at home, August thirteenth. Uh, that's all I got. Festival in November. That be it.
1: Sweet. Go Cleveland.